Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Let's all shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement, and this is episode 252, You Are Your Own Reason. On today's episode, the hypocrisy of the Nashville shooter and his, her, they manifesto. This week in amateur weakness and the six tiers of amateur nation brought back. Then just enough nibbles to hold us over on a la carte, and then your neck gets a workout nodding in agreement with three things that are done right on three pro things. Let's do some shouts out to Pro Nation first. Stevie Manorino, Deborah Wythorn, the National Populist Movement, Amy Hoffman Almond, Judith Jameson, Terry Henson, Lauren Winters, and Daniel McGinnis. Following me on my Facebook page, you can find me there at Lou Santini Entertainment. Also want to say hi to Emily Sophia on Truth Social and Ivy underscore 7067, Tommy V. Rodriguez, Carmen Torres Trimp, Everywhere 4671, Energy Essence 888, and Cool Arge 10 on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Lou.Santini3 and on Truth Social at Lou Santini. And a special shout out to Ralph D. Coyote Brother Lane in Tennessee on my Facebook page who messaged me this. Absolutely love your comedy and the way you see the cray cray world around us. Thanks, Ralph. Your post of the week in light of the manifesto being revealed from the Nashville shooter. This from at Ryan A. Fournier. 
There are 5 million plus members of the NRA. Zero of them have committed a mass shooting. Last week, I spoke about Bill Gates and basically our current corrupt government and entities like the WEF, WHO, and the CDC, etc., leaving Americans alone and to stop messing with our food, our cars, our electricity, our trees, our livestock, and our medicine. Do you remember voting on any of those issues? The government never proposed a bill or an issue we Americans could vote for, but rather just started handing out rulings and mandates and deciding what's good for us. Now, normally I would say put it to a vote, but considering the corrupt election process and voter fraud, I can't even trust that. But before they want to take away your gas stoves and make you drive electric cars and eat bugs and get vaccines, they need to put it to a vote. American government's job is to protect its citizens and enforce current laws and regulations and represent its legal citizens, not to decide for them and or to rule them. About this week's episode title, You Are Your Own Reason. I'd like to thank Brittany Wood of Tennessee, with whom I was speaking recently. We were talking about the lack of accountability and self-responsibility in Amateur Nation, and she summed it up casually yet perfectly. You are your own reason. You are the problem, amateurs, not the rest of the world. Now that sentiment mirrors a line from one of my favorite books by Joseph Murphy, Ph.D., called Think Yourself to Health, Wealth, and Happiness, and he says, the conditions circumstances, and environment of your life are not the cause of your life. They are the effects. You are your own reason. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number one. Topic number one. So, the Nashville transgender, and by the way, is anyone sick to death of even hearing that word? Not because you hate a certain group of people, but because of what it really means. The world must stop for the attention-starved and mentally ill, and they get special privileges and consideration. Right, anyway, the Nashville transgender-identifying killer, Audrey Hale, who was misunderstood and sad and oppressed and someone with whom we should have had a conversation and murdered six people at a Christian school, finally had him, her, they's manifesto revealed thanks to fellow podcaster Stephen Crowder. Highlights include these tidbits. Kill those kids. Ah, tolerance. And by the way, what did children ever do to you, ma'am? Those crackers going to private fancy school with those fancy khakis. Oh, khakis are fancy now? And sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Rife with misspellings and bad grammar. Yes, I'm nitpicking. This amateur was 28 years old and was jealous of children. Does this sound like the thoughts of a mature, well-adjusted, mentally stable adult? I wish to shoot you weak-ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. I'm officially done trying to decipher what is gay, what isn't gay, what is straight. And yes, I blame the LGBTQIA LMNOP community for muddying the issues. You want understanding? Start with clear-cut rules and descriptions. I hope I have a high death count. I know. If only all trans people weren't so oppressed. Personally, I blame climate change. I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. And ready to die. Good job, parents. 
Why aren't the parents of any of these shooters ever interviewed, especially if they're transgender? And if you're so ready to die, why not just kill yourself? Easy answer. No attention in that. From my book, Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills, you can download it on Amazon, and The 30 Truths About Amateurs, these six truths apply. Number one, amateurs seek constant attention. Number 10, amateurs hate to suffer alone. Number 13, amateurs reserve the right to make a scene if you don't understand this list about them. Number 24, amateurs are depressed. Number 25, amateurs are lonely. Number 28, amateurs are unfulfilled. The irony is that this shooter, this mentally ill transgendered person, is the one who is spoiled and coddled by parents who gave up and just want to let their child express themselves. The conditions, circumstances, and environment of your life are not the cause of your life. They are the effects. You are your own reason. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. It's time for This Week in Amateur Nation Weakness. First up, this post by an amateur with the handle at KHXSHX. That's catchy. (laughs) Anyway, from the amateurs have run out of things by which to be oppressed, this asinine post. You ready? She says, men who don't wear jackets in cold weather do so with the express intent of intimidating women and to make women feel like lesser beings. If you see a man who is not wearing a jacket when you're cold, then call him out on his toxic masculinity and ego violence. What a strange person. You're under arrest for the crime of ego violence. Okay, question. What if you're a woman and you're sans jacket in chilly weather? My girlfriend runs hot and she wears shorts and flip-flops in 55-degree weather. She rarely puts her jacket on when she brings it to a night out. Is she intimidating other men, other women? Should I have her locked up just in case? So, men, even if you're not cold, something that is purely objective and varies from person to person, you suffocate in your parka, lest some female amateur feel intimidated. You know, you guys ought to watch it. Making fun of people like that, you could hurt their feelings. That's the idea. Saw this post from Matt Walsh, and while he made some good points, he's way too nice and left out a bunch of stuff. Here we have a pretty young, seemingly healthy, able-bodied blonde female crying, of course, like most amateurs do. I mean, how else will we know their plight? We're going to look amazing in our selfies of ourselves. She's complaining about her first real job and the hardships. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, fucking duh! If I was able to walk to work, it would it'd be fine, but I'm not, so it literally takes me, like, I leave here, like, I get on the train at 7.30, and I don't get home till like, 6.15 earliest, and then, like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't... I want to shower, eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like, I don't have energy to work out. Like, that's out the window. Like, I'm so upset. Oh, my God. Nothing to do with my job at all, but just, like, the 9 to 5 schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office 9 to 5, like, if it was remote, you get off at 5, and you're home, and everything's fine. But, like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home, and, like, 
like people that drive to the office like it says go fuck yourself you fucking child oh strap yourself in i've got stuff for this a nice job parents b you could save an hour a day by not saying like every three seconds c so you're having a problem adapting to what life is d ah the instant gratification needs of amateur nation e you work towards your dream job or dream career. You don't just acquire it immediately after high school or college. F, note the lack of gratitude of having a job. I complain literally all the time. G, ever thought you'd hear someone complaining about doing their job in person? Can you imagine? We got no food, we got no jobs, our pets' heads are falling off! H, you wanted to live in the club-filled, action-packed city. That's what happens, dolt. Surprise, motherfucker. You suffer from champagne taste on a beer budget. I, no time to do anything after work? No energy? You're what, 22? How about less time on social media? Get a schedule. Get structured. Hell, I have the energy and I'm 56. J, you just described most Americans' work days. And many of them have spouses, kids, medical issues, car troubles. K, I have the answer. Change your gender and become a man. Because don't forget, men have it way easier. Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. L, amateurs. They want the reward, but not the work, time, and effort to get it. Quit acting like a little bitch. M, you complain about not having time for a life, but you have time to make this attention-starved video. N, this is what happens when you have a generation thinking that managing your OnlyFans page is work. O, this is a big one. Keep voting Democrat amateurs. You're working so hard to barely get by because you keep voting for corrupt communist politicians whose goal it is to raise prices on everything and tax you high on everything to keep you working just enough so you barely survive. And then your millennial generation will finally submit to having the government take care of all my needs. So who needs freedom? I'm like over it. Whatever. Just give me a pod, some bugs, my Netflix, and what I think is free quality education and health care. Please go home before I... I tell you, you're acting like an idiot and make you cry. So, what will happen to this young lady? Here are some scenarios. Maybe she'll settle in, suck it up, and enjoy the process. Maybe she'll see the benefits of and rewards of hard work. I said maybe. Or she'll quit. That's what I'm banking on. Amateurs quit easily. They hate hard work or any work. As Matt Walsh said, she does have the option to be a stay-at-home mom. I know, the horror. Submitting to the patriarchy and relying on a man? Or did she forget that being a stay-at-home anything means you're working well before and past 9 to 5? That is, if you do it right. Matt Walsh also gives the option of being an entrepreneur or a freelancer like myself. And let me assure you, young amateurs who might be listening to this show... The highs are high and the lows are low. What you lack in having a boss hovering over you or having to commute or dealing with other co-workers is balanced by you being your own boss and having to own all responsibility, doing all the work and sharing all the blame when things aren't moving forward. I've been a freelancer for about half my entertainment life, 18 of the 37 years I've been in the entertainment world, and I assure you, I work more than a 40-hour work week. Not to mention, I still worked this hard and had my side hustles and full-time jobs in the past, in addition to my freelancing and entertainment pursuits. 
She'll go do something stupid like get knocked up by someone she doesn't love in the hopes that he's rich and he handles and manages her life. And then after time, she'll see her mistake and the exponential life mistakes will build. Divorce, another bad marriage, drugs and alcohol to help cope, and then nothing will be her fault. It's hard because it's hard. I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. The conditions, circumstances, and environment of your life are not the cause of your life. They are the effects. You are your own reason. That goes in my big book of So There's. My Drybar Comedy special takes jabs at amateurs too. You can see it, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Now when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, and or Facebook, I bonus tease you throughout the week with plenty of audiograms for next week's topics. And Thursdays are Sneak Peek Thursday, giving you a 60-second video trailer of what's coming on the next episode. At Lou Santini is my YouTube channel, so please subscribe. And if you want to see and read more about me, go to my main website, lusantini.com a la carte and three pro things soon but first the return of the six tiers of amateur nation on topic number three next the honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families the flag flies at many nascar races around the country and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second expanded edition. Available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Recently, I saw this spot-on post by the loudmajority.usa on Instagram that was a simplified version of a topic I've done on this show in the past, and it's dead on. It read as follows. 1% control the world. 4% are their puppets. 90% are asleep. 5% know and try to wake the 90%. The 1% uses the 4% to prevent the 5% from waking up the 90%. In which percent are you, the person listening to this show right now? I talked about this very reality on episode 157, almost 100 episodes ago, season four, Go Green or Go Pro was the title, where I listed the six tiers 
of Amateur Nation. Since then, I have revised it a little. Here we go. The top tier, first tier, the people calling the shots and the ultimate evil people who are simply buying control with a desire for global domination disguised as a global economy and technocracy, i.e. communism. In no particular order, people like Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Bill Gates, Barack Okami, Xi Jinping, they're the ones controlling the CDC, NIH, the WHO, the WEF, and the UN. That is the 1% that the loudmajority.usa spoke of. Moving on to the second tier. These are the amateurs controlling what you see, hear, and think in terms of news, sports, and entertainment and help fund Tier 1. Social media moguls, Jeff Bezos, Zuckerberg, heads of major corporations that control mainstream news media and entertainment like Disney, Netflix, Amazon, and the like. Also tech and transportation bigwigs. Control communication and transportation, you pretty much run the table. Third tier. High-level pawns outside of politics and upper-level politicians that are in power making or those who have made policy in the past. Dr. Keebler L. Fauci, President Coloring Book, Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, Schumer, and federal and Supreme Court justices that are on the take. And yes, of course, they are bribed, paid off, and given insider trading information. This is how public servants become multimillionaires. They also fund covert military terrorist groups like the Taliban and Hamas, giving them the green light to cause chaos and telling them when to back down. Meanwhile, corrupt governors like California Emperor Newsom are waiting in the wings to take over when the others die off or are too old to keep things going. Fourth tier. Mayors and council persons getting paid off to take the hits and be the whipping boys while touting their rhetoric. But they're not all in on the plan's details. They're left in the dark on most things. But they're given power, more money than their positions call for, but they're reckless with the power, thinking somehow they'll move up the ranks. But they're just pawns. High-level foot soldiers. They do the dirty work. They take the hits. When the shit hits the fan, they die in car accidents or some other tragedy. This is why L.A., New York, Chicago, Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, and other big city mayors are so hated. They're paid to ignore chaos. Fifth tier. People in positions of power, usually in education and entertainment, TV and movie studio heads, heads of production houses and networks, and in education, college professors, public school teachers, and doctors and heads of smaller companies who get to flex their muscles and throw their weight around thinking that this will get them somewhere. They finally have a little power, somehow they make a little more money, and they realize their jobs were for nothing, so now they're cashing in because they can't look at themselves in the mirror. They didn't start out as evil, just lazy, stupid, greedy, and with no moral compass which is why the fourth tier and up go to them. They're easily bought and or threatened. Sixth and final tier. Everyday amateurs who yell at people for not wearing their masks at the grocery store. Social distancing maniacs, rioters, cancel culture media trolls, and your everyday narcs who have nothing going on in their lives. But this now gives them something to rally about and gives them a false sense of power as they finally have a sense of importance. Of the tiers... This is the most pathetic group. They will be the first to be sacrificed by the five more powerful tiers the second they show a backbone or lack of effort in supporting the cause. Not to mention people in tiers four and five also could be snuffed out once their betrayals to the American people are no longer needed. One might argue they're the worst because they're not even getting paid to be evil and oppressive. But be assured, 
They are the most racist, complacent, backstabbing, and untrustworthy of all. The other tiers think and feel conservative, drive gas guzzlers, own yachts and private jets. This group totally drinks the Kool-Aid, going without, eating vegan, thinking the world will run out of fossil fuels within the next few days, and most importantly, want you to suffer with them because they're past the point of no return. They are the ones who would have sold you out to the Nazis during World War II, whether proactively or by remaining silent while America crumbles. They get a pat on the head from fellow six-tier people and the occasional upper-tier, and that's enough for them. Of course it is. They're pathetic. Amateurs need attention to live. From episode 175, this administration wants you dead. This. Do you really think it's a board of directors at each of these major companies sitting around saying, all right, our sales are good, profits are strong. How can we overstep and intrude on our loyal customers' lives? We need to start getting into the personal lives of our employees and or customers. We could disguise it as fighting for human rights or climate change crap. No, it's China. The George Soros's, BlackRock's, and Klaus Schwab's paying these corporations to do these measures. And they pay handsomely to infiltrate your privacy, playing the long game. Pay a lot now, meaning hundreds of billions of dollars to make trillions and slaves later, while exterminating the vermin that is the poor, meaning anyone who isn't a multi-billionaire like them. And they cover financial losses when customers leave, like in Disney's case. You need to understand the wealth and power China has. I know a million dollars seems like a lot to most people, and it is. Now think of a billion. That's a thousand million. Now think of a trillion and more. China has that money, and it's coming in by the minute thanks to electric car batteries, Apple, Microsoft, and countless, yes, countless other products being manufactured there and not here in America. Buy something from Amazon. Chances are it's made in China. China leads the planet in manufacturing and industry now. China is America up to like the 1980s. The difference is it's substantially more money. And unlike America, when we ran the table, they're using their money not to better the lives of its workers and citizens, but to take over the lives and destiny of America and any other country that gets in its way. And this administration, while soon will be dead, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, doesn't care because they're on the take and letting it happen. They have resigned themselves to the, well, if you can't beat them, join them. It's how things are. Okay, stay with me. These are lifelong politicians, corrupt politicians, who think they're securing their kids' futures and the up-and-coming younger politicians see what being in politics for their whole lives can get you. Embezzlement, money laundering, as is the case of the Ukraine debacle, kickbacks, pedophilia, paying for riots and the destruction of our cities to further their causes, all while avoiding any kind of prosecution or prison. If you think all the riots, protests, looting over and hypersexualization of children, the push for abortions at every angle, the push for sex changes in children, having trans propaganda shoved down your throat at every turn, aliens are real now. The Maui fires, I'm sorry, the Maui arson murders, the active shooter events, the Nashville bombing, the gas shortage, the baby formula shortage, the pandemic, the vaccines, need I go on? If you think all this just happened, you're too stupid to live. It's that simple. Canada is now paying for your suicide. That seems normal to you. That's progress. Progressive-ism. Kind. A government that's looking out for you. Our government is giving out crack pipes. New York has a crack pipe vending machine. Let's try a life with no police. 
China, in cahoots with Bill Gates and the corrupt politicians who are being paid by China, want you dead, period. They want less people, and they'll get it however possible. COVID, untested, unsafe vaccines, whether sudden death or long-term suffering, for which they'll sell you the medicine. Abortions, mental health-related suicides due to sexual confusion and regretful sex changes. Mental health-related suicides due to being sequestered and social distance and masked up for over two years. Death by obesity caused by shutdowns and lack of exercise. How many of you have COVID weight or pandemic weight since you couldn't use the gym? Oh, I'm not done. More ways they want you dead. Food shortages. Bill Gates buying America's farmlands and at the same time suddenly food processing plants being blown up and set on fire. 75% of commercials to see on TV are for prescription drugs in America. You might not be old enough to remember, but there was a time when you couldn't advertise hard liquor or prescription drugs on TV. They want you drunk and drugged. Don't forget the fast food being shoved down your throat. And home delivery, everything. Small business, get out of the way. The New World Order wants one airline, one grocery store, one computer company, one car company. That's not making your life easier. It's making you a hostage. They want you tracked, traced, and monitored 24-7. A very small, and I mean small, elite group of men have determined and have seen that they can, in a very literal sense, own and buy Earth. Make no mistake, the plan is to eradicate the oldest, the unhealthiest, the poorest, and the sickest. You're dead weight. They care about you as long as you do and repeat as they say. Their egos are indeed that massive. They are indeed that godless and that they think they can and that it's their duty to move humanity along as if nature and the natural order of life itself won't do the job. They know better than God and or nature. Wake up. You're being poisoned, fed, underfed, undernourished, drugged, and then told you're racist and non-essential if you don't repeat the mantras of wokeism. Your car? Oh, it's deadly. Diet? Wrong. Sports Illustrated and Cosmo and other magazines tell you obesity is now healthy. Men can get pregnant. Children are born racist. Children are sexual. And now it's okay for adults to be attracted to minors. This U.S. government, China, and Bill Gates wants you fat, drugged, numb, dumb, and or dead. I'm a party, ain't I? <laughs> All right, it's time for a la carte. Oh, hang on. From CNBC, a worldwide lithium shortage could come as soon as 2025. Now, let me refresh my memory. Was that one of the main components of EV batteries for which child slaves continue to mine in China and the Congo? <laughs> Speaking of the EV hoax, from the I never get tired of being right desk, Autoblog recently had this headline, Auto execs are coming clean. EVs aren't working. Oh, sure they are. As long as the child slaves keep digging, an amateur nation swallows the climate change rhetoric for the fifth consecutive decade. This message was recorded underwater since the oceans did all that rising back in the 80s. I mean the 90s. I mean the early 2000s. No, wait, I meant in 2012. Oh, sorry, I had the numbers backward, 2021. Oh yeah, we already passed that. Well, the oceans are going to rise hundreds of feet, wiping out all those mansions at Martha's Vineyard, Malibu, and Miami, owned by the people telling us the oceans are rising and the climate is changing. Hey, wait a minute! Vladimir Putin recently passed a law that bans all GMO food production. Imagine, even a commie knows better. In fact, any Russian who grows or sells GMO foods in Russia is considered a terrorist. Hearing that, Bill, why can't I just be the only person on Earth Gates, got so mad he punched a hole in a wall. 
Well, he threw something against a wall. I mean, he threw a pillow. Okay, so he punched a pillow. Well, all right, fine. He slapped a pillow really hard. Okay, so he slapped a pillow and broke his wrist. But he was mad. This from the What a Shocker desk. Klaus Schwab says he respects China's achievements over the last 40 years, and it's a role model for many countries. You tiny little worm-like infinitesimal prick. And speaking of tyranny, the WEF is recognizing water as a common they now need to manage, and they want to put a price tag on your water. The reason? If you guessed for the common good, you're a winner. And if you buy that, you're an amateur. Let's keep the corruption train rolling. New York Mayor Eric Adams' chief fundraiser was recently raided by the FBI over a kickback scheme with the Turkish government. FBI? Fucking bunch of idiots. I know, but the corruption in amateur nation runs deep. I wonder how many years in prison she will serve. Wait, was that sarcasm? You know, it's not just a matter of finding three things that are done right, but rather it's finding things that are said or done right that display the tenets of common sense and logic that I work hard to say and display and give examples of on this show, but also finding three things that really lay it down, tell it like it is, are mic drops, are just plain good. Something a listener would hear and say, that makes sense, or I'll try that, or... (laughs) Amen to that, brother! Woo! Here's three pro things. Number one. Need more proof that the left, the liberals, amateur nation are easily controlled, brainwashable, stupid, mentally weak sheep? Here's Dinesh D'Souza interviewing an Islamic extremist explaining why they support liberals. I would only vote left. Why is that? I saw them as very stupid. I would fear the conservatives because they come with principle that's not someone they can brainwash. But the left, I know they have no values and no principles to begin with. I dare you to find one Islamic extremist that votes for Donald Trump. Never do it. They'd give their vote to the leftist who wants to run around in in pride parades and Islamic extremists are against gays and homosexuals and, and transgenders but they want the left to go and get busy with that they want them go 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 speak about the climate go go, go speak about the abortion go go kill yourselves go go do that here's the best part amateur nation will ignore that because they are mentally weak because they are mentally weak it's a brilliant strategy use the weak in large numbers to destroy the weak in large numbers number two dr keebler l fauci a modern day dr mengele i say this without hyperbole this may be old news to you but possibly not there's so much fuckery going on on a daily basis it's easy to miss something important this is too important not to play despite being a couple weeks old in my opinion This is one of the biggest crimes against humanity of all time. Here's Jesse Waters on Fox News exposing the fraud, the felon, the enemy of mankind that Dr. Fauci is. There's new evidence Dr. Anthony Fauci helped deliver a coronavirus strain to America a year before the pandemic. Documents uncovered by the White Coat Waste Project show that in 2018, Fauci's goons went to the Wuhan lab, bottled up a virus, and then brought it to a lab in America. Then Fauci's team went to a roadside zoo in Maryland (laughs) and grabbed a dozen Egyptian fruit bats, threw them in the back of a van, 
and then took the Egyptian fruit bats across state lines to the middle of nowhere, Montana, and then spliced them up with a coronavirus. Fauci Frankenstein bats on our soil a year before the pandemic. But then he acted all shocked when the virus started spreading. Remember, our scientists said, oh, this is natural. Some pangolin sneezed in a wet market right next to the Wuhan lab. The government knew the Wuhan lab was playing with the viruses. We played with them there, too. We played with them here. We funded it. We trained Bat Lady. How many times do I have to say we trained her? But Fauci and his goons tried to play it off like they'd never heard this before. Just lock down, shut up, and wear a mask. Justin Goodman is the senior vice president of the White Coat Waste Project. You're telling me they grabbed a bunch of bats from a stupid Maryland zoo on the side of the road, drove it into the middle of the country, and started experimenting on them with coronaviruses? Uh, unfortunately, that's, uh, that's the sad truth. Fauci is a felon and a fraud whose bloodlust for torturing animals in laboratories was so unquenchable that they were rounding up bats from zoos, rounding up pet dogs even in some cases, and kept an island of thousands of monkeys off the coast of South Carolina just to torture and experiments. And obviously, as we saw with COVID, going around the world and collecting dangerous, un- incurable viruses and stockpiling them and manipulating them in laboratories is a recipe for disaster and it's only a matter of time until we have another pandemic on our hands courtesy of the nih so fauci grabs a virus from the wuhan lab grabs a bunch of egyptian bats from maryland and then mashes them together in montana not only that, but Batwoman from the Wuhan lab and Peter Daszak from EcoHealth were the ones who went into the southern, the caves in southern China and found this bat virus in the first place. Then it was shipped to this, this NIH lab in Montana. Now, let me add, the kicker is that this lab in Montana, this government lab in Montana that was overseen by Fauci, still exists, has a history of uh, infected animals escaping, people getting into the laboratory, unauthorized people getting into the lab. And bioweapons development, yet NIH is about to spend or currently spending $125 million of COVID relief funds to expand its bat labs. Wait a second. We're using COVID money to grow more bat labs? You've got to be kidding me. It's an accident waiting to happen, and we're funding it. And then add to all of that that the NIH nominee from the Biden administration, who's about to take over the NIH, just told Rand Paul in hearing in a hearing that she supports gain of function experiments on animals. She supports funding uh, labs in China and other enemy nations that are completely unaccountable to American taxpayers. Okay, lock her up. Lock Fauci up. Lock everybody up in Montana that's responsible. Lock up the stupid zookeeper in Maryland. Let's just try to save as many lives as possible and keep everybody out of these labs. Great work. Great research. Keep the heat on these guys. The only way we're going to shut these dumb labs down is we expose them. Here's where I guess my humanity or my I just don't get it kicks in. Picture this. You're a grown man. You're in a van doing what is basically a college prank in its action, smuggling bats in a van. How do you not have a come-to-God moment and ask yourself, what the hell am I doing? What what I'm about to do will change the world forever and kill millions in ways that are inconceivable, and then you follow through with it. Friends, that is evil at its purest, 
As I've said, evil villains aren't wearing dark capes and talking deep Darth Vader voices. They're unfulfilled, psychopathic, power-hungry, pedophilic, corrupt, extremely wealthy fucking nerds that need their comeuppance quickly, severely, and broadcast on live TV as a lesson for future unfulfilled, psychopathic, power-hungry, pedophilic, corrupt, extremely wealthy fucking nerds. Number three. If you really want to explain socialism to someone who thinks it's a good idea, this common sense post by the healthy American Peggy on Instagram. She said this, Inoculate your kids against socialism by having them clean the bathroom. Pay them 10 bucks. Then take away seven and give it to their sibling who didn't help. Socialism won't seem so attractive then. And I would add this, if you want to inoculate them against communism, order them to clean the bathroom for no money and tell them you have a place to sleep and eat, don't you? And if they smart off, slap them and lock them in their room until they beg to clean it again for free. That's communism. Copy and paste the link for whatever platform you listen on and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. And please leave a review. My Dry Bar special is also called Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Tiny, little, worm-like, infinitesimal prick.